Hey there, Pump Up Nation. Business Legends, a podcast dedicated to interviewing today's business leaders so that its listeners can learn from their successes, pump up their own inspiration, and learn the motives behind the people who make change happen. I'm the host of the show, Reese Allen, along with my co-host, Christian Webb. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and we are accompanied by a very good friend of ours. After a couple of takes, Eric Powell with Artisan Science and Graphics. How are you doing this morning, Eric? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. So um, let's dig right into it. Um, tell the people that don't know and are, are not familiar with Eric Powell who you are and um, what your company is. Sure. Um, we'll start with Artisan Signs and Graphics. Uh, we are a full-service uh, turnkey signage operation. Uh, can do anything from a vehicle wrap spot graphics all the way up to your building signage, your um, monumentation for a, whether it be a neighborhood or a business, neighborhood signs, or really anything in that signage and graphics world. Um, Eric Powell, well, backing up to Arts and Signs and Graphics, uh, been around for almost 30 years, purchased the company uh, last October from a good friend, uh, well-established business, um, just saw, saw some things that we could do to some opportunities there. Um, and, and Eric Powell, well, uh, most of my career with the Carolina Panthers, uh, dabbled in signage a little bit while I was with the Panthers. Uh, learned a lot uh, about about life and business with the Carolina Panthers. And, I imagine. Uh, it's turned out to be a great opportunity and a great opportunity in, in um, the Charlotte region, but also the Cornelius region. And, yeah. and I see you guys everywhere, too. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even before we had met you, um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but um, Artisan actually did our the signage for our building as well. And so we see you guys coming in and out. Now, you guys, are, your, your office location, your headquarters is about, I don't know, two miles away from ours or something. So it's pretty, pretty natural. But um, we were recommended the company by our landlord. So um, one of the things that's, that's been amazing even before we met you was that um, you guys had a great reputation that preceded you as well. So um, pretty incredible to, to find yourself in, in the opportunity with all that stuff. Um, so I want to back up to where you just talked about purchasing the company. Like what was going through your mind? You, you're, you, were, you were working for the Panthers, you were working with sign stuff, and then all of a sudden you had this like entrepreneur like – I don't know, this, this motivation behind you to buy a company. What happened there? Uh, sure. I, I think, one, I was ready for some change. Um, looked at other opportunities. Uh, for, for whatever reason, uh, my life at the Panthers, a good portion of it, I was the conduit for signage with other signage companies. Um, so I had a little bit of familiarity. I certainly did not know the business, but uh, felt like I knew people, and, and people is business, and and, and my world it's the people within the walls and the people outside the walls um so i I wouldn't say anything drew me to it other than i knew uh, it was a good business like reese i'm driving to uh commuting in in and out from uh charlotte to bank of america stadium and i see uh, artisan vehicles and vans driving so i knew they had some presence um had a lot of conversations with the previous owner it just seemed like a good fit um, they, they were a growing company. They had a lot of opportunity, and, and I, you know, I, I'm a people person, and uh, we have 23 employees, and you know, the, the ability to get in and, and work with those folks and learn was, was very appealing to me. Yeah, so when, and, oh, no, go ahead. So when you say opportunity, like it had opportunities to grow, what were you, uh, what were you analyzing there? Like what did you feel had uh, like a lot of, uh, lot of room? Well, and I, th- I think the, the previous owner would even tell you this. He got to a place where he was comfortable, um, and, and I wanted to establish a little bit of um, discomfort in a good way. Um, 
and I think by, by going out and facilitating relationships, growing the brand, um, working with some of my previous relationships to see how we could add to that business, um, you know, grow our, I call them verticals, but, but grow the different verticals that we're working in, the different spaces that we're working in. Um, just, a, just an opportunity to, to get out there and network and, and build relationships. I know that you guys do uh, do a lot of, I mean, <laughs> I mean everything really. But um, is there is there anything in the past? I guess it's been almost a year now. Um, is there anything that you know, any type of a project that you've taken on that was completely unique, like a completely new venture, um, something that not necessarily you didn't have experience with, but perhaps a different type of whatever method or or a type of sign or a type of wrap or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. We're um, we're working with Charlotte Motor Speedway, oh, uh, Z Max. Yep. Uh, doing a lot of work for them. We have a five k there in October, actually. So that's <laughs> cool. Go. I'll I'll look at the sign. I'll take a selfie with you as I'm suffering through the five k. But uh, enjoy that run. <laughs> uh, no, um, we're doing a lot for them. We're building that business uh, again. Some previous relationships I had, I saw an opportunity out there to help them. Um, we're also working with a group called Charter One. Um, not the bank. It's uh, that's, what, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, they do school. They are open up schools all across the country. Uh, these are uh, in the East Coast in Raleigh, Durham, uh, Wilmington, and doing some really cool, fun projects for them as they're opening up new new schools. Uh, then another thing that that I say Artisan has done some of, but that we've started to to grow and develop is the multifamily. Mm-hmm. Um, so not necessarily unique to the signage business, but unique to Artisan. Sure. Um, the reason I ask that is because you know five years ago when we were when we were young bucks and had much less gray hair, um, Christian, you know he he would always find a way to challenge me, um, and I mean I, I I like it, you know, but um, you know the the concepts of marketing are are pretty universal. Um, I mean. You know, it makes sense. You you put a message out there. The people that respond to the message, um, ideally, you're putting it in front of the right people, and then those people uh, then do business with you, type of thing. But Christian would always have like a like a new challenge for me that all stayed stayed within the marketing realm. Um, but I attribute a lot of that to our success. You know, in in challenging ourselves to to grow beyond our horizons or new verticals, like you said. So that's kind of what what prompted that uh, question. Um, so explain to explain to me your um, your day to day with artisan. I mean, I know I know you're you're like us. You do a thousand different things every day. But um, what what would you say like your elevator pitch for your own role is? Well, on Wednesdays I do podcasts. <laughs> nice, <laughs> perfect, perfect. We appreciate that. I thought we were your first, Eric. <laughs> no, um, honestly, it's changing daily. Of course. Um, we have week or daily um, production meetings wow. that, that I attend to. Kind of know what's going out of the building, um, where there may be hangups, how we can move things faster. Um, obviously, uh, digging into the the financials of the the business and and you know still as you said almost a year in learning that side of it. Sure. Um, building relationships, new relationships and old relationships, um, ensuring we're taking care of our clients and. Yeah, you'll you'll hear me say I've said it already, and I'll continue to say it. I'm about relationships and people and. Um, I just like to spend time with the people in the organization, walk through and talk to the sales guys and talk to the design and talk to um, fabrication and installation. And, um, you know, if there are processes that we can improve, let's learn about them. Let's figure out how together how to do that. Uh, so I spend a lot of time in the building, but then also going outside the building and 
um, working, you know, meeting with and talking and, and relationships um, to, to help build business or, or retain or grow business. Yeah, no, knowing you um, for quite some time now, um, one, one way I'd describe you as a people person, you know, um, you and I have discussed this privately as well, but um, you're the type of person, I'm the type of person where, you know, I like people, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I, I want to be in the office getting stuff done that has like a check mark, a task, a completion to it type of thing. Whereas you and Christian are the types of people like, get me out of the office, like get me around people, like I need to talk to people, like, um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I attribute a lot of that to your success as well, um, just because, you know, you, you've, I mean, look at your career, you've been able to maintain relationships for, um, I won't tell people how old you are, but <laughs> for, um, 32. for, yeah, for, let, let's just say that, that, um, you, you know, some Carolina Panthers that were in suits when I was, when I was, uh, still, still a little younger, I'll just put it that way. But, um, it's a, it's an incredible feat in itself. Um, so on the, on the subject of, of that, um, you know, you talked about new verticals. You talked about your uh, your day to day role in, in artisan. Um, you know, where do you see any um, innovation? We like to talk about innovation on Business Legends. So, do you see any um, anything on the horizon in, in your market at least with um, whether it's a technology of how to install, fabricate, or even a type of sign? That yeah, you, maybe how are you going to install metaverse signs? <laughs> oh God! Oh please! <laughs> I'm not a programmer, so I'm yeah, going to stay yeah, out of that yeah. one. Um, no, I think the one big, and we're starting to see it, I wouldn't say it's new, but our EMCs, electronic message centers, mm-hmm. um, Dactronics is a huge provider of now, those. Now, can you kind of explain that for Yeah, because I don't even, yeah, even we didn't know what, what it was, I yeah. still didn't know what it was. Yeah, I was thinking like, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Don't know um, you, a lot of times you'll see it at churches and schools, and these are okay. digital, uh, the messaging can change, um, they can change from a remote location. Uh, we don't produce those, but we supply them, and then we build the cabinets, or we build the structures that go sure. with them. So we're, we're kind of, it goes back to, again, being the one-stop shop or the turnkey solution. Uh, but I, I am seeing more and more. We see it. We're not a billboard store either, but you see it on the roads, on the billboards. That's what I was going to ask. Is that similar to, um, like, the digital billboards that you see yeah. flip through? Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. But this is this is on a monument in front of a school or a, gotcha. a church. Interesting. Um, so that's going from billboard to actual, like, in front of buildings. And you can change your messaging. You can, um, you know, it can be weekly, daily. It works great for schools that have different sure. messages about different events. Um, but it, in the end, I, we all need signage. For you sure. Know, the more I drove around and looking at this business, even before, you see a sign everywhere you go. For uh, sure. Whether it's a street sign or a neighborhood sign or a, a Dunkin' Donuts sign on the side of a building. Or even the old school sign where you change the letters with a 20-foot stick. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we just put one of those in at oh, cool. uh, Boatyard Lake Norman. All right. <laughs> cool. Cool. That one, you know, that, that one kind of has a retro feel to it, like the... The appearance. I'm sure they did that very much on purpose. Uh, 100. That. Yeah, that's awesome. Chris does um, a good job over there. Oh yeah, yeah. We love we love that spot. Yeah, the angry teenagers always put the letter in the wrong spot. You on know, purpose. that's exactly. <laughs> I was just that's. Oh god, I hate how how like we're connected like like cybernetically or whatever. But um, that's exactly what I was what I was thinking about because I always. I mean, y'all y'all know that I am like spelling and grammar always like like proofread every email. I proofread his emails sometimes and. Um, you know, I think about all the all the signs that you see that have like typos in them or whatever, and it just drives me nuts. Like I just it's I, such great marketing sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I, I read a I read an article. Um, this has been a couple of years back that I read this, but it said that if there's a typo, and you know what, let's say in the case of Boatyard, it's like it's like come see the show tonight or something, and they spell tonight T O N I T E or whatever. Um, then you have like a seventy something percent chance more to um, 
to remember it just just based on that like subtle annoyance or whatever. Did you see so. that sign uh, sign thing that was trending? It had like millions of views on Instagram. It was about the the sign wars. Yeah. Did, did you see that? I don't know if I did. Oh, so, I, uh, I know the story. What, what, was, what yeah. was the restaurant? So you know the oh, yes, story? I do. Yeah, so it was it was uh, it was McDonald's and Dairy Queen, and it was the same. Um, the same type of signage, like you put them up with a stick mm-hmm. or whatever. What is that called? But is that has a name to it, or just like a? It's interchangeable. Signage. Old school sign. Yeah. Interchangeable old school stick sign. Anyway, so they had like a. It was back and forth. It was a McDonald's and a Dairy Queen that was in Wisconsin, and it was like it started off kind of like like subtle or whatever, and uh, the McDonald they're right across the street from each other. The McDonald's was like, "Hey, Dairy Queen, do you want to have a a sign war?" And Dairy Queen just starts like hammering them down or whatever. They're like, they're like, they're like, yeah, we would, but we'd flip you upside down just like our blizzards and stuff, and just like, just like reaming them. They but kept going back and forth, and it ended up getting like, and it went viral. So yep. they obviously planned it. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for sure, right. for sure. But it was so cool. Um, I read a LinkedIn article about that exact thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I saw, I saw it on Facebook first, and um, I read like what had happened, so the interchange between the signs. And then I read it on um, LinkedIn. And, you know, LinkedIn is more business-oriented, and it's talking about, like, the, the outcomes and the effects or whatever. And both of those businesses are up, like, 40-something percent. And it's, it, oh, you know, it's, it's just it's bringing out, you know, people to yeah. see what's Ooh, going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of amazing. Um, I mean, I almost, I almost think that might be a, a great case study for artisan type of thing. Like, like here's the power of signage, you know. Um, so... When, when people see it, um, here's another story for you. So, um, you know, we work with KFCs and Taco Bells, and there was a KFC in the southeast. I won't tell you which one, but um, their their sign was starting to get uh, dilapidated, for lack of a better word. You know, instead of KFC, it was just KF or whatever, you right. know. And um, they they changed out their signage, and they did a couple other stuff. Like, they, they changed out the lights. The lights were kind of – they added some lights. It wasn't a very expensive um, furnishing or whatever. And that business – week to week went up over 20 percent just just based on that stuff so again you know power of signage i mean the power of the sea yeah uh the power of the sea and the kfc that's right (laughs) yeah what's kfc without the chicken um so yeah i mean it's it's an incredible thing um i want to shift gears on you a little bit um i want to talk about um you know we always like to talk about talk to upcoming uh people people that have that entrepreneurial bug just like you you have just like just like we have um you know, what have you learned along the way? Um, this is the type of question, like, if you could go back and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would what advice would you give from business? I know there's plenty of personal stuff. Well, again, I, I think it goes back to, and I, I talked to people coming in to, uh, when I was working for the Panthers, and everybody wanted to know, how do you get into the business? Sure. And I think this applies to, to all, all realms of the business world, is uh, creating relationships, reaching out. You know, as a, my 18-year-old self, I'm going to work for every opportunity whether I'm paid or not sure um, to get involved in the industry or field that I want to work in yeah um, you know at the Panthers especially you know, working under mr. Richardson hard work um, you know hard work is, is appreciated typically by all um, mr. Richardson had a, a um, core values hard work harmony teamwork listen and respect and I'll carry those over to, to artisan um, but I think as a, as a young person, or an older person, if you can follow those tenants, I think you you you're gonna get it right. But again, it goes back to you know networking relationships. If if I want to work in the signage business, then at 16, 17, 18, you should be getting involved in the signage business. Yeah, I think to... that's more important than anything. I fully agree. Um, because like for for example, like 
even if you have nothing, like say you just have a basic degree, you don't know what you want to do with your life, you just went you went for like a, a minor in business, if you're starting to get to know everybody and you just put yourself in front of the right people, you're going to get those positions. Even if it's a lower position, you're going to get the opportunity so you can climb. And if you don't get those positions, they're going to help you find positions. Exactly. For sure. It's creating your own network. That's happened to me like more than 10 times in right. my life. It, him, and, him and I go back and forth talking about this a lot, but we talk about formalized education. And from formalized education, like if you're getting a minor in business or whatever, you know, it might might prepare you to um, understand how to do how to do some minor accounting or understand some of the inferences of, of economics or whatever. But um, it doesn't it doesn't actively help you with the pursuit of relationships and. At the end of the day, um, something that I know you know just like we do is that is that people do business with with people they like, you know, right. that people that they trust, people that um, it, it's not even necessarily about about going the extra mile, but like you said, hard work absolutely pays off. It's it's about um, having confidence in the and the fact that not only will people look out for you, but they'll they'll operate with integrity um, mm-hmm. and and do what's right at the end of the day. Like for so. example, the the your the NASCAR relationship you were talking about. Like if you would have not ever made that relationship and then went and bought artists and signs, you would not have had the opportunity to bridge that gap with NASCAR immediately. Correct. Sure. Um, and I think that's, I mean, that's a sign right there all by itself. No right. pun intended or <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> nice. Um, the, uh, tell, tell the story of Clifford, by the way, with the with the whiskey bottle. Um, Clifford. So Clifford. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clifford uh, is a good friend of ours. He was a, um, he was a guest on the show. Um, 20-something episodes ago or something, but um, this is a very powerful uh, story of relationships. Take it away, Christian. Yeah, so Clifford, uh, he, he owns he owns a huge commercial real estate company. It's one of the most successful and fastest growing in pretty much all of the East Coast. He's killing it. Um, but back when he first got started, nobody gave him time of day. So he would fly like all the way to New York with like a $3,500 bottle of whiskey and just say, hey, I'm here. I'm here to see the CEO and I want to, here's a $3,500 bottle of whiskey. Whether he'll talk to me for one minute or 20. He can have this. And then he would just get meetings with these CEOs that would never give him any time of day over the phone. They would just like hang up on him or they wouldn't respond to his mailing. And he would just make connections like that. He would fly with no promise of work, fly all the way to New York. Wow. On his own dime. Brand super, new business. Super no money risky. running. Yeah. Like super risky. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. today, nobody, like hardly anybody would do that because it's like we have too, too easy access to the phone and Zoom calls and. Like, it's just too easy to try another person, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd love for Clifford to come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knowing Eric like I know him, I know I know. as soon as you said $3,500 bottle of whiskey, Eric was like, I wonder what that was. I wonder. <laughs> he's just he's just like cycling through, like, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I had trouble following the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was yeah just, but that kind, of yeah, stuff, that kind of stuff works. Fastest growing. He's probably got like 50, 60 employees. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he crushes. He's also the probably the hardest working person that I know. He's he uh, even when he's on vacation, he'll he'll still just be grinding away at it. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. Um, excellent man. Well, um, what what would you what would you like to leave leave off with? What did, what did I used to do? Uh, I used to try to say something funny at the end of the shows or something like that. It's yeah, been, I think you would ask a funny question. Funny question. Oh God. Oh man, I can't. I can't. Aren't th- you a comedian? Uh, oh no, no, <laughs> I'm a failed comedian. <laughs> um, okay, so here's my here's my funny question to leave off. Well, it's not a funny question, it's just just a question. But um, if you could do, if you could be responsible for any sign, like any sign wrap, anything that's within your scope of work, mm-hmm. um, and it's not it's not about money because I'm, I'm not telling you you can pick the biggest thing or whatever. But um, what sign would you do and why? That's a good one. The, the what sign is easy. Um, 
and I've, uh, I'm a huge Yankees fan. I watch okay. them every night on TV, and I see the Yankee Stadium yep. signage out in the, the uh, outfield wall, up above the outfield wall. So that would be it. And I guess the wise, because I'm a huge Yankees fan. But sure. just to say that that's us, that yeah. would be fun. That would be cool. Um, that would be really it's neat. Pretty iconic. Yeah. That I mean that I mean who knows maybe maybe before long I mean signs that's that's one of the great things about signs they never last forever that's so, right. so. I, have, I have an interesting question about that though to follow up on that so with the Yankees sign I wonder if because they're so iconic the companies that do that kind of sign do it for cost for just for the just for the notoriety of doing it I think there's probably partnerships there whether yeah. it's for cost or or that they very minimal know, profit do do business with people who do business with you yeah um, that's interesting. I'm, I'm sure they have some type of sponsorship or, yeah. or agreement with so the I think it's probably a lot of people just like you that are like I love the Yankees man if I could just put my name at the bottom of the Yankees sign that says we built this I, I'm kind of inclined to think so it's it's one of two things I think and I mean who knows like how are we gonna figure the answer to this right. question out but um, I think that it's either they receive uh, sponsorship of sorts. Like, you know, we do the Yankees sign and then, you know, you guys appear on this, that, and the other mm-hmm. or whatever. Because you can't you can't put like done by Arts and Science and Graphics at the bottom. Well, That'd be awesome though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, but it wouldn't it wouldn't go very far. Um, or I think it's I think it's for full profit personally, because it's just so hard to land that job to begin with. Like it's not like it's not like they can just they can just pick a new sign company I'm like, oh I guess you guys will do you know yeah, so. there's probably so much behind the, those kind of signs oh yeah they have well, to be, when it goes back there may be a relationship there as yeah. well yeah. I, you know that's that's a great point and I think it's a great inference for this for this uh, recording is that um, I think you're right like I, I would bet that knowing that organization and knowing all the things that go into it I would bet that they that there's some sort of a relationship that happened yeah. beforehand with if you it. don't know the person's name that's responsible for it there's no way you're getting the work right and that's anywhere in the world for sure um, that's just all there is to it. That's why we do the networking we do. Yeah, right. absolutely. But thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks for yeah. joining us, Eric. Thanks yep. for having me. Yeah, we'll see you soon.